Hi, this is David Worth, Director of Photography on Bloodsport and Director of Kickboxer. Hi, my name is Frank Duke. Some of you might recognize my name from the movie Bloodsport. John claude Van Damme portrays me in the movie. Hello, everyone. This is Ernie Reyes Sr., the star in Surf Ninjas, and I played the character as Zatch. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ernie Reyes Jr. from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Cowabunga Dude. Hello, this is Dennis Chan. This is Sarah McMahon, UFC Women's Fighter. This is Mohamed Kisi, alias Bongo, in the movie Kickboxer with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Hi, this is Tony Luke Jr., a.k.a. Joey the Nail Nardone. Hi, I'm Don the Dragon Wilson, also known as Jake Ray from Bloodfist. Hello, this is Haskell Von Anderson III. I was Winston Taylor in the movie Kickboxer. You're listening to Justin Ray Harvey. Justin Ray Harvey's life is a different culture. It's a different world. You better come to terms with that, or you won't last a heart, a heart, a heart. Hi, I'm Cynthia Rothrock, the Lady Dragon, and you're listening to Justin Harvey on the Justin Harvey Show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Justin Harvey Show. You wanted it, you asked for it, so I delivered. This morning I have a very special guest who I actually talked about during my interview with Don the Dragon Wilson. I would like to welcome Cynthia Ross Rock to the show. Welcome, dear. Uh, thank you. And how are things this morning? Oh, things are really great. Um, I'm finally recovering from a shooting the martial art kid, and then from there I went to Pennsylvania to the legends of the martial art, and then from there I went to Berlin. <laughs> so I'm finally home, and uh, home for, for a little bit at least anyway, so I'm feeling great. Uh, awesome, awesome. Yes, I, I know that you go to the uh, martial arts hall of fame quite a bit because um, I, saw, I saw a film where... Um, Master Keenan was really busting your chops during his speech. So. Oh yeah, 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 right. Yeah, that yeah. that was uh yeah, I think 2 years ago. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. going back to the same Hall of Fame uh, I think I believe like next weekend. <laughs> oh, oh well. So just beware if Master Kim's there. He, you know, he's going to say something. So. I, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think he's a funny guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, absolutely. I've actually had him on the show as well. Um, my my first question for you, Cynthia, is um, before you got into acting, how did you get into you know the whole martial arts aspect? Well, uh, I started when I was 13, and. One of my best friends, their parents were studying uh, Tung Sudo at the Scranton Karate School. And they would, I would watch them practice, and I thought, oh, that's kind of interesting. Uh, you know, being so young, I thought, ooh, I, I like the uniform. I'd like to get a karate belt. And uh, they said, well, you know, come along. You know, we'll take you to our class, and you can try it. So that's what started it. Oh, oh wow. And, and so eventually you decided to jump into acting, or...? Yeah, well, um, you know, I was, uh, by the time I, w I started acting, I was uh, uh, world champion in forms and weapons, and basically my goal was to do this five years in a row, which is basically competing about 40 times a year, and be undefeated 
in mm-hmm. five years and then retire. So that's where my mind was focused. But during my fourth year of competition, almost the ending of it, you know, I um, I went on an audition that uh, Yun Kuei and Sammo Hung were looking, actually they were looking for a guy. They were looking for a guy to be the new kind of Bruce Lee. And uh, I was on the West Coast demonstration team, and they said, okay, well, shall we bring the girls? And they said, yeah, you can bring them, but we're not, they're not really looking for a girl. So I went down there, and after I had to do some forms, self-defense, weapons, uh, uh, they said, ooh, we're going to go with the girls. So they signed me up. So it was kind of something that I... I wasn't really focused on doing, you know, and I thought, ooh, this is going to be a great experience. I'll do one movie. I'll go to Hong Kong. Maybe I'll be on a poster. I could tell my kids someday, hey, look, your mom was on a poster in a movie, you know, and I didn't really know that my career would lead into that. And then uh, I shot the movie during the fifth year of my competition, and I didn't want to get rid of that goal, you know, so I would compete I would go to Hong Kong, be on the set, go to fly to Minneapolis, compete, go back to Hong Kong, you know, fly to Texas. So I did that. I was able to achieve that goal. And then from that point on, I thought, okay, well, I'm not competing anymore. Maybe I can do movies because I love this and I had fun. So that went transitioned into an acting career. I, I would have loved to have seen you work with um, David Carradine. Yeah, well, I was in a movie with him, but unfortunately, we weren't in too many scenes together. We were all, I was he was in uh, Martial Law, I believe uh part 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, part 1. And we only we were in the ending scene, but it was very small, but the, the good thing is is that we eventually ended up becoming really good friends. So, and then I did a movie with him too in Spain. I think it was mm-hmm. called Bite the Bullet, but it wasn't an action picture and I just did an acting role. Awesome, and um, I wanted to say that you did you did an excellent job on uh, no no retreat no surrender too. I watched that the other day, and that was just spectacular. I didn't like how they killed off your character though, but I, I <laughs> yeah, did. I know. Yeah. That's a, it's a, it's amazing, you know. That I feel like really blessed that you know people could look back at these films that were shot you know twenty years or so ago, you know, and still like them because. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not really outdated because the action was so good. Oh yeah, and and, and like I said, I'm I'm very excited that you and Donna are working together on the martial arts kid. I think it's going to be I, once it's released. I think it's going to be a big hit. I really do. Yeah, I do too. I mean, um, we all just had the greatest time uh, doing it. You know, the crew, uh, James Wilson, Cheryl Wheeler, the producers were amazing and they're my friends so you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how great is that to do a project and be on set every day with these people that you really love and be with you know and our cast I thought the cast was perfect uh you know our director was so easy and great to work with it was just you know it was one of those experiences that you're like it has to be a good film because everything just worked mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I believe you climbed Mount Everest, I think. Was it Mount Everest well, climbed? Or? Yes, I did. I'm always looking for extreme challenges. And uh, we actually went to base camp, which is about 19,000, just a little bit under 19,000 elevation. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it it took us two weeks to do it, and, you know, it was a lot tougher than I imagined. It was probably, out of all the extreme adventures, I think, I don't know if I'm going to top that one, but it was 
it was definitely a challenge and something that I'm really, you know, proud that I was able to do because it doesn't matter what kind of condition you're in. When you're trekking 12 hours a day uphill in high altitude, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not it's not that fun. It was freezing. I was getting altitude headaches, you know. It, it, you know, and you're you're kind of walking at a snail's pace, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. but now I, I look back on boy, what an amazing you know thing to have done. Now, when you when you first started, Cynthia, on like acting and martial arts, was there a point to where like um, nobody really took you serious because you were a woman? Well, I wouldn't say nobody took me serious. I would say there was a point when nobody wanted to put me as the lead. I was always the co-lead, like the girlfriend of the guy that would come in and save the day in the end, you know. I would fight, but I never could be the main hero. And then uh, uh, people started going, hmm, well, you know what, yeah, she, she's pretty good. Maybe she could hold a movie of her own. And then I did, I, I can't remember what the first movie I did when I was the lead. It might have been, well, it might have been China O'Brien, but China O'Brien didn't come out for a bit. Um you know, and then people started going, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, she's she could do it, you know. So then I became, you know, the top person, you know, because they, you know, but there was a little period in the time there where they were, there was like, well, maybe women can't really sell a film. And then I kind of mm-hmm. experienced that a little bit in Hollywood, you know. I mean, to this day, I, I still haven't, you know, been in, you know, it, like kind of, uh, in a big fight scene in a big movie, which I would still, an A-listed movie, which I would still love to do, and I'm hoping, you know, that that, that could happen. But mm-hmm. uh, nowadays, I don't think I don't think that that is around, you know. Now I think it's just like, you know, hey, good action is good action. doesn't matter who's doing it. Oh, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, I was just thinking because back then those times were really tough, you know, back in those yeah. days. That's, yes, that's why, really yeah. Because, so, I mean, you, you know, times are really changing. I mean, this generation has changed. Because, see, I, I grew up in the 80s and 90s, so. Yeah, well, see, too, even in competition, when I competed, I always had to compete in a weapons division against men. They didn't mm-hmm. have a women's division then. And when I went, you know, for grand champion, I always competed in the men's grand champion, you know. And today, you know, they have women's the weapons separate and they have women's grand champion, you know. And I was like, wow, I, I never had that. <laughs> oh, wow. And you, you've you worked with uh, Benny the Jet as well, right? Correct? Yes, I have. Yes, I worked on a couple projects with Benny. I hear he's a wonderful guy. Benny is one of those people that he's a great soul. You know, he's like, not only is he extremely talented, but when you meet him, you Mm -hmm. like him right away. He's one of those people that you just know by looking at him that this is a good person. Mm -hmm. So so take my audience through a typical day for you. What is a typical day for Cynthia Rothrock? Well, a typical day, it depends on the day, but normally, let's say, on average, I get up about 5.30 every mm-hmm. day. I take my mm-hmm. daughter to school. Then I go work out. Uh, then I usually do errands. <laughs> then I pick her up from school, and mm-hmm. we come home. And then I, t- I take her to dance. I'll take my dogs for a walk. And then maybe I'll uh, do some work at night on the computer. I'm kind of a late night owl, so I, I kind of stay up late. 
so that's when I get my work done. And mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of a typical typical weekday. On weekends, I like to do something, uh, you know, a little more uh, fun, like doing a hike or, uh, you know, paddle boarding or doing something sporty. You know, mm-hmm. um, and that, and you know, I travel quite a bit. But if I'm not traveling, that pro- probably much pretty sums up what what my day is like. And you know, I do put in like occasionally we'll get a, go see a movie or go to a theme park, which I like to do. You know, something mm-hmm. like that. But mm-hmm. on average, that's kind of basically you know what I do. Yeah. Uh, what was your biggest influence, Cynthia? I think my biggest influences when I was growing up was Jackie Chan. Uh, I used to study uh, with Shum Leung in New York City, and after class every day we would go to Chinatown, see a movie, and then eat. And mm-hmm. I would see the Jackie Chan movies, and I was just, like, amazed by him. I would remember moves that he did and go home and try to do them because the thing that I liked about him is that he would take any kind of apparatus, you know, that he could find and use it as a weapon, and mm-hmm. I love that. So he kind of was my inspiration as I was uh, growing up. You know, I, um, uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess, and e- even today, he's, you know, he still is. And I've actually read somewhere where he actually broke, he's actually broke every bone in his body doing what he does. I'm, I'm sure he has, because shooting in Hong Kong is, is very tough. It's, it's, it's almost as tough as climbing up to base camp at Everest, because, they have you doing such hard action, and it's real, and there's always that danger that you're going to get hurt, you know, which if you do movies in Hong Kong all the time, you do <laughs> end up getting hurt, almost something mm-hmm. on each picture. Because mm-hmm. every, every, every place is different when it comes to filming. So That's true. That is true. So, I mean, you've done a lot in your career, Cynthia, and it's um, 2014 now. What's your, what's your goals or expectations? I mean, you've done a lot in your career. Well, I think, you know, at one point a couple years ago, I was going to open up a martial arts studio again, and then the movies started coming back. You know, uh, I find, like, the movie cycle goes, it's really popular action pictures, and then it's slow, and then all of a sudden there's a lot of people that want to do movies, and all of a sudden it started to come on the uprise. So I put the karate school idea off, which I do think eventually at some point I will open it. But now I'm focusing on doing films. Um, I have another project that's about to start that's uh, called The Perils uh, of Penelope uh, Peacock. And that is um, right now we're on Indiegogo, like trying to raise the financing. Like uh, we raised some of our financing for uh, the martial art kid. So I think which is it's a great way to get people involved in the picture and also um, uh, get financing for your film. And uh, I'm looking forward to this part because it's so different than anything I've ever done. It's really going to be a big uh, acting role for me, and the action is going to be incredible because the fight scenes all come in her mind that she's dreaming. So you could go mm-hmm. off the top. It's almost like I think about it like drawing a comic. You know, you could you could do that. And I'm also actually going to – We've been working for 10 years on a comic book series. Um, I think we're going to do a graphic novel, Sin, the Last Angel. So uh, that is in the plans to get that done mm-hmm. within the year. And, uh, and, and you know what? Uh, still, uh, I still want to travel and do some fun stuff. Um, my next trip is 
in January going to Norway to do some glacier trekking and also see the Aurora Borealis, which I have never seen and I've always wanted to see. So I, mm-hmm. I guess right now that's that's kind of what I'm foreseeing for the future. Oh, amazing. Now, do you do seminars as well? I do. I do a lot of seminars. Uh, That's what I was doing in Berlin. I probably do about a seminar a month. And Mm -hmm. uh, I I love doing this because, you know what, deep inside I am a martial artist and I love teaching. Mm -hmm. And... uh, this this has been a great you know opportunity for me. It's also given me uh, a way to travel to different places. I do a lot of seminars in Europe, you know, and I meet so many incredible people, you know, mm-hmm. that have become my friends. That I think doing doing the seminars all over the world has been something I, I really again am blessed to do because it's just you know amazing experience for me to teach, to meet new people, you know, and mm-hmm. to sightsee as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Cynthia, how do you feel about, since about meeting people, how do you feel about, like, social media, like Facebook and Twitter? Because I know for me, it has opened up a lot of doors for me and the show, because I've, I've talked with a lot of movie stars this year. I mean, this has been the best year for my show, actually. Oh, great. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm all for Facebook. I agree with you that uh, it's a great means to, uh, for me, I get I get a lot of work for seminars because people see, uh, usually I'm kind of known for posting a lot of pictures of what I do. And it's just because I like it because I know that the fans out there, the friends out there really like to see what you're doing and they, they appreciate that you take the time you know, out of your busy day to think about them and show them what you're doing. And through this, I get a lot of people saying, wow, we'd like her to come and do a seminar. So to me, that has been my greatest asset, you know, to get seminars, you know, all over the world. I have a Twitter account. I haven't really uh, worked it that much because I mostly stay on Facebook, but I know Mm -hmm. I have to do it. And it's funny, my daughter just set up an Instagram for me, and she's like, you're not on Instagram? (laughs) And I'm not going to tell you the funny name that she she mm-hmm. put for me, but I'm like, okay, got to change that. So, so basically, I think I definitely think social media helps helps everyone, whether it's business related or actually staying in contact with people or making you know some new friends. I've met a couple people you know through Facebook that have really become really really good friends. You know, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, def- definitely, uh, I I think it's such an asset in today's world. You know, in many uh, aspects. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I'd like to comment on something, Cynthia. I'm surprised, like, see, uh, Frank Dukes is my martial arts teacher, and I've followed his career, you know, my whole life, but it surprises me that you two have not worked on a film together or done yeah, it, together. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, it's it's funny because at the Legends Hall of Fame in Pennsylvania, I was sitting with Frank, and he was talking about a project that he has that he wants to include me in um, his next project, and uh, that hopefully you'll see that you'll see Cynthia and Frank Dukes together doing a film you know uh uh i i i think frank is amazing uh he's such a great guy and he's so knowledgeable and he's funny you know i don't know if a lot of people know that but he's a really really funny guy so i'm i'm looking forward to it i hope it comes about that you know that he you know he gets his project off the ground and and you know we could uh, act together yeah cuz i've i've always wanted to see something like that you know cuz 
I've always asked myself, uh, why is Frank and Cynthia not work together? I mean, because you've you've worked with you've worked with Dawn quite a bit too, so and yeah, just, yeah. that just boggles my mind. And maybe like in twenty twenty fifteen, maybe that would yeah, be great. Well, you know? I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah, that would that would totally be amazing. So, and it'd be, it, it'd be a big hit, I believe, too. So, yeah, I I think so. Um. So, if you, if you had to pick a favorite martial arts film, what's your favorite? Oh, I'd have to say it's still Enter the Dragon. I still love that film. I love the characters in it. I like the story, you know. Um, so I think that's still, it's a classic, and that's still, like, is is probably my uh, top martial arts film. Wow, that, that's amazing, because what's funny is I actually, I actually took a little bit of music from that film and put it behind Don's personal promo that he actually recorded for me, so... <laughs> that's amazing. So <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, and uh, Bolo was excellent in that film as well. And then you have the um, late great uh, Jim Kelly that just yes. passed away. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was just it was just for its time. It was such a, a great idea, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's your opinion on on uh, remakes of films? I mean, because I see Hollywood going crazy with this nowadays. They got to remake this and remake that. What's what's your thoughts? Well, you know, it's interesting. I think sometimes a remake works and sometimes it doesn't. You know, um, I think maybe if you can improve it, I'm all for it. But sometimes these old movies, these classics, it's like leave what what is alone, like, you know, like uh, the Charlie's Angels series, you know, like it, it's like sometimes it's really, if you're going to do a remake, you have to make sure it's going to be better. And if it's not, you have to you have to leave it alone. Like one of the things Richard Norton and I talked about is doing a remake of China O'Brien, you know, because mm-hmm. we were just starting out then. We didn't really know acting well. It was a popular film throughout the world. And we thought, you know, how great that would be to do it now in a modern day and do it a little bit more edgy you know, a little more, you know, darker. Um, but mm-hmm. it's really hard to get the rights for it. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and what kills me, Cynthia, about, about remakes is uh, a couple months ago, uh, my little nephew, he's like uh, six years old, and um, he says, Unky, I saw the Karate Kid. And, you, you know, here I'm thinking, you know, great, 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 you know, and um, he, he was telling me about Jackie uh, Jackie Chan and, you know, Jaden Smith, and I'm like, buddy, that's not the original. Unky's going to have to show you the original karate kid. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I yeah. guess the good thing is, is that, yeah, to show the original is that some of these movies are so old that, you know, the generation of today doesn't even know or see them. Like, you know, for someone to redo Enter the Dragon, that would be that'd be kind of hard, you know, to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Cynthia, do you know uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. or Senior? Yes, I do. I know both of them. I used to uh, train on the West Coast demonstration team when I moved from Pennsylvania to California. I mm-hmm. moved out to Cal- I moved out to San Jose because of them, and I was training at their school, and I was on the demonstration team. Actually, oh. that's what I was doing before I left to go to Hong Kong to shoot 
Yes, madam. Well, that's amazing. They're both, i got to tell you, Cynthia, for me, they're both genuine great people, both of them. Oh, yes, they are. You know, and I, I think, you know, just in general, most martial artists are, you know, mm-hmm. because I guess it's just an integrity, you know, that comes with all that training and, you know, you're helping people, you know, and it just helps you to become a better person, you know, and I just think I, I haven't met too many martial art, you know, people yeah. that have been successful that are not, you know, the nicest people around. Mm-hmm. And uh, with, with me, um, you know, I'm more old styled when it comes to martial arts. But what's your what's your thoughts on MMA? I mean, you know, I don't take anything away from MMA. I'm just I'm just more old style. To me, martial arts is the old style. You know what? I agree with you. I I like watching MMA, mm-hmm. but I do think you know someone. Uh, has to go through traditional martial arts training. I think uh, that uh, if you are pretty uh, efficient in your martial arts, like say you're close to black belt, brown belt, I think it's a great asset to learn some ground fighting, you know, if you get mm-hmm. down on the ground. But uh, as far as people just doing MMA and not doing the traditional the traditional aspect, I still think, you know, I, I remember I had a conversation with one of my friends once and, he turned all pro MMA and kind of just lost all the traditional martial arts. Oh, but this works, this works, this works. And I says, well, okay, would you take your wife and put her in an MMA class right away and, and for self-defense? He goes, no. I said, what would you do? Well, I would teach her how to do a palm strike to the nose. And I'm like, exactly. My point made, you have to know traditional martial arts, you know, mm-hmm. first, and then use that as as a supplement. I, 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 I totally agree because, you know, some of these fighters think, you know, that uh, martial arts is just getting in a cage and beating up people and making money and then going home, and that's not what it's about. Sure. Right, exactly. And and for me, I'm always going to be a traditionalist, you know, forever. <laughs> Same here, because if not, I could I could see Frank kicking my butt, you know, from from West Virginia all the way to Seattle. So. <laughs> Because Frank is very very serious about his uh, martial arts. You know, he's—I mean, he's a big goof. But when it comes to his martial arts, there's like—it's like he has a switch. He's all serious. You know, he's all business. But afterwards, he—he's like a big kid. So. And so, but uh, I um I just wanted to uh, thank you for being on the on my program, and um, before I let you go, Cynthia, I'll have you record me a personal promo, of course, and uh, okay. if you ever have any new um, movies coming out, any seminars, please feel welcome to call me up and say, you know, I want to promote this, or, you know, I want to talk about this. So. Oh, great, great, yeah. Well, if you get a chance, if you can promote, I think we have like nine days left on Indiegogo for the perils of Penelope Peacock. So if you get a chance to give that a push for us, we'd appreciate it. Uh, oh, 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 yes. If you want to go ahead and talk a little bit about it before I let you go, you're, you're more than welcome. So. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, the movie, basically, it's, it's um, a really, really feel-good movie. It's about a woman that is uh, kind of 
you know, not feeling good about herself, feels very mousy. She's kind of like, you know, just stays in the house. She doesn't look that great. All she does is think of, you know, taking care of the house and her husband. And then her uh, her niece is like that as well, and she watches her niece quite a bit, and the niece, uh, uh, her, her sister kind of does a lot of traveling, and it doesn't pay as much attention to the kids. So here you have these two kind of misfits, right? And mm-hmm. the aunt dies, and they they recover some books that the aunt had, but they're, none of them are finished. <clears throat> and she goes home, and she... Uh, dreams of finishing the book, right? And it all involves like these incredible fight scenes. Like she's like a, a cowgirl and then a swashbuckler and then she's fighting aliens on another planet, which, you know, to me, I love that. And as the time goes by, she starts getting more confident, her and the niece, and they start transitioning into uh, more confident people, you know, more outgoing, more self-assured, you know, more loving life. There's a lot more to life, you know, and in the end, you know, you have this this transformation between these two people, you know, and I think it, it's a good uh, good moral story. You feel good that, you know, you know, you can make life to your fullest. You don't have to be in a rut. You know, that's not, you know, what we're here for, you know, and uh, it's quite different than anything else I've ever done, and I'm looking forward to actually playing like a mousy person, you know, with glasses and very meek and then go through the transformation, you know, to me, that is probably, out of everything I've done, the greatest part, you know, that I, I, I could play. So this is kind of one of those projects that comes from my heart. And when I read the script, you know, I read the script, I, I was like, I, I love this. I love it, you know. So um, my, my hope is, is that, you know, we can, we can get this uh, project made, you know, that we get, we'd pull in some big investors uh, you know, to, so we could get it. Like our budget's small. We think, you know, everybody's gonna like do it for like almost nothing uh, because mm-hmm. you know we love it so much, and we think, you know, we could do a really, really nice film. It, 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 it's it's very it's very tough when you have a small budget, but it it can be doable. You know, if everybody yeah, works exactly. together. You're, yeah. you're right. Exactly. You know, it, it it can be. And now nowadays, you know. Um, the woman that's producing it is also a costume designer, you know. So, so you know, we have a lot of people involved in it that, you know, love it because of that and, uh, you know, that it's a, a good, good project. So, um, you know, we're, we're all, like, hoping and praying that, you know, this, this project will, will come about. So if anybody, you know, wants to go on to Indiegogo, you know, the, the perils of Penelope Peacock. <laughs> so actually go on my Facebook and click on a link too. I think we have like nine days left. So um, I don't know if we'll make our budget, you know, uh, but basically whatever we get, we'll keep that, you know, in a, a kitty and then try to find an investor, you know, for the for the rest of it. So Yeah, I, I, I wish you luck with that too. And, and, you know, please please keep me posted on that because I, I do enjoy your films and, um, my whole family enjoys your films as well. So. Oh well, good. I'm glad. <laughs> so, but uh, thank you for being on the show.